0: Wrestling fans, listen up. This is Effie from, you know, wrestling and the internet. It's CBV, Chris Van Vliet. It's Aubrey Edwards, referee at All Elite Wrestling. It's Old Mancer, Southern Psycho, King of the Trailer Corps. I poke God.
1: It's the God of shit, Nick fucking Gage. Swoggle here, and this is the episode we've been waiting for. You're tuned in to Action Figure Weekly with Dylan Housen and Jerry Danz. So check out the podcast, AFW Podcast. Hello, figure fans. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Action Figure Weekly. I am your host, Jerry Damage Cook. Joining me as always is my co-host, the esteemed, award-winning, deathmatch brewmaster, the current Raining, defending, undefeated. Well, I think he's lost actually a couple of times. I've but, uh, never, I've never been beaten. Point. I've not just not won. That's true. Someone else just won the match. Dylan. <laughs> never,
0: never been pinned, baby. Never Dylan been
1: pinned. Housen, Dylan Gilbert, how are you, sir?
0: I am doing good. I'm doing good. Getting ready for my uh, little, little work rate match at uh 35 ship. Little, little spoilers. You have a uh, work rate match, right? Because I mean, look, I'm I'm used to the uh, the, the blood be, and the guts honest, and the violence. Be, be,
1: uh, be careful because I had a work rate match one time against Steve Freedom. Uh, he used a closed fist, which is illegal in those matches. Uh, the ref screwed me and didn't call it, and I got knocked out and pinned and lost the belt.
0: So, well, see, I'm gonna be a little more lax with my rules. So uh, we we can have we can have a good old fashioned. You know, you you could throw some fists in this thing. I just I want no interference. Yes, I want no you know, I want no, no guys standing on the outside. I don't want anybody's boys jumping anybody in the back. I'm trying to have a good old fashioned for the kids like Wu Tang. We're for the children here and the MEWF, at least until I lose this title and go hardcore, start, you know, John Moxley screwdriver stabbing people. Till then.
1: You know, that's uh for the children is, you know, that's why I don't give a lot of credit to uh, the guys that beat D freedom. You know, I went one on one with him and when they beat him in the the Hell in a Cell, it was five on one. I mean, anybody can beat him five on one. one. Go one on one with that giant some bitch, and
0: he ain't that uh, tall.
1: That tall some bitch. Well, he's pretty tall in the game. <laughs> so, real life would be eye to eye, but uh, what you say? know, in the game, uh, he towers over everybody. So. I, I think
0: I, I think hey, I hey. may be like shoot one of, if not the tallest guy in BWF.
1: Uh, Joe so, Ellis is probably up there with you.
0: What's he? What's he sitting, sitting at? He's six five, legit, six like, six.
1: Legit, I think he's like 6'7", or something. He's a he's a. All right, well, man. I'll
0: take I'll take being second. I mean, I'm six five, 6'6", yeah, and six, six work boots. You know,
1: if, if I'm thinking right, Joe and his dad are both like similar size, and they are massive guys. Like there's a picture where he met uh, him and his dad met Braun Strowman at a mm-hmm. convention, and they're all like equal size you know <laughs> like height and everything and and bronzy you know like i think the story was like bron looked at him and was like damn y'all some tall son of bitches <laughs> you know because like, i mean you know it probably doesn't happen very often where you know, like he meets a father and son who are you know ever bit as big as he is I and mean, he's a he's a big boy
0: shit my, me and my dad could easily be a pro wrestling tag team both six five or both like you know big dudes but uh, man, not often do I, I meet someone and, like, feel short or feel like, hey, this person's, you know, we're, we're on the same level here. Uh, the one that, like, shocked me was uh, this back in, I want to say it was 2010, 2011. Uh, the, back when the band Sick Puppies was still pretty huge. Uh, their singer, Shaman Moore... I met him at, you know, like this venue in Baton Rouge and I took a picture with him and we are the same height. And I was like, that's that's wild. You don't you know, half these guys that are playing in bands are like five ten. I've got a lot of pictures, like, you know, Newfound Glory, Less Than Jake, bunch of these guys where it's like I look like uh, you know, Shaquille O'Neal posing with like high school kids. I'm like, you know, I'm reaching over everybody's shoulders. And then like that one he was the same height as me. That's one of those ones that stuck with me. I was like, man, should I have like was it a Highlander situation? Did I need to take them out? Could there only be one? Um, I'm gonna be honest. If you
1: told me, if, if you asked me what sick puppies were, I would say uh, I'm sorry for your dog being sick.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So. They were really big back in like 2010, 2011, and then not so much anymore. They're you know, they did the Street Fighter. Uh, this is War for Street Fighter back at that point in time. That was their like claim to fame. That was when we saw them. they were like on the tour for that one and I remember the the girl I was dating at the time we were with some friends we were like right up at the front and I knew at a certain point like they're playing kind of the more mellow stuff and I was like at some point they're going to play this, this damn Street Fighter song and it's going to be hell up here and so they uh, they uh hit like a you know we're going to take a brief intermission we'll be right back and I tapped her on the shoulder I was like we should probably go ahead and hit the back because like I'm ready to kind of carry my own but I'm trying not to also have to be like this holding another person you know it's like alright, let's let's get the hell out of here. We went grabbed like a table, we were like sitting at the railing. And of course the first the first song back. They played the song from Street Fighter and like the pit just starts like thrashing back and forth. I was like, yeah, I'm kinda glad we got the hell out of there. Good times. Won't do it again. Good times. <laughs> Two out of ten would not recommend.
1: Um oh let me go ahead and say this. May the fourth be with you.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, it is after midnight when we record this, so it is technically May the Fourth.
0: I'm actually pretty Nothing excited. We're doing uh, we we do trivia every night, like the Thursdays I bartend, and uh, it's actually going to be Star Wars trivia this this time for May the Fourth, which is really going to be fun to sit listening on. Yeah, we'll see if somebody tries to use to the Chewbacca your, defense.
1: Send send me a few of those questions. I'm just curious how I do.
0: I'll uh I'll try to send them to you when I have a chance to breathe. Those those nights are usually wild.
1: I can imagine. Um, they released a bunch of um, new Black Series figures and stuff today, or you know, like pre-orders and you know, kind of show mm-hmm. what's coming off. And there is a new Mandalorian that has the dark saber. Um, if you're caught up to date on it and stuff, the dark saber is like the uh, kind of the lightsaber rules all of Mandalorians so yeah so it's pretty cool Uh, he ends up with it at the end of series 2 season 2 he ends up with it so so this figure has that actually so a little bit of an updated one Um, I've got the first one I think maybe the second one I've got one um, already but I would pick this one just to have the updated one with the saber and everything on it so
0: so Although it uh,
1: does look like it's a deluxe one though, I think, maybe. <laughs> and the deluxe ones are like forty dollars.
0: Well, so the the black series, is that the, the ones that are like kind of elite style? Six inch, yeah. They're the six inch.
1: They're more um I guess I've got one here. I've got some back there on the shelf. Um they're more like the size of a Marvel Legends.
0: Yeah, you know? that's that's what they look more like is Marvel Legends.
1: Yeah, they're yeah they're smaller than elites, but bigger than them. Um, I I don't have more, pretty any of
0: like. uh any of the Black Series. I I almost caved and bought my first. It was uh I was walking through Walmart and I saw it was the you know the Black Series. It, it was one of the members of the Cantina band, <laughs> and I just yeah. thought it was so ridiculous that they had made these. I, I almost had to but buy had one. All. Oh man, they, don't tell they me made that the entire band, yeah. It's I'm going to have those next to my uh, whenever Super one, 7 drops the Lemmy and Cliff Burton. It'll be like <laughs> Lemmy and Cliff and then like the Cantina band in the middle.
1: I think the one that you saw at Walmart um, that's in that series, I think that one comes with like different instruments. So you just have to yes. buy that one like three times. Uh,
0: is that what it is? They have to be. Yeah,
1: know. and then there's one that comes with the piano where he's like sitting around like the piano thing. Like there's one of those that's a deluxe one. I know that, so.
0: Taking your um, request, I that don't think I'm song. talking out my
1: ass on that one. I think that's what it is. I, I know I've seen a few pictures of them like all together, so but I don't know exactly which ones you need to get because I'm not going to do it. So I don't know which ones that you know specifically you need to get to make it work. But um, I know they have released it all now, all the band at some point. So um, this is my custom cherry oh. damage head on a. Uh, I've got it on the new Star Lord figure. Uh, Because Guardians releases uh, officially Friday, but early releases are tomorrow. I can't go tomorrow. I'm going to have to wait and go Friday night, unfortunately. And uh, Guardians is one of my favorite franchises, so I am really excited for this one and kind of see the conclusion of all their stories. And, you know, we know that uh, I don't think everybody's going to make it out of this one. So, you know, um, a lot of characters I really like, so I'm kind of wondering who's going to who's going to stay, who's going, you know, and I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, yeah. All spoilers, so I'm kind of really excited I, to see how it all pans out.
0: But. I'm with you. We, we've avoided the spoilers. We've been on like a little bit of a rewatch, just kind of, yeah. Getting, yeah, getting I mean, prepared uh, and, uh, man, I, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen people's like theories and, uh, I'm just like, don't, don't do this to me. Uh, it's going to yeah, be I
1: avoided everything because hey, <laughs> theories uh, nobody knows what they're
0: going to do. Well, and that's they're the welcome. thing. Like, it's just their fan theories. It's fantasy booking, yeah. but I'm kind of going in like, no, I want you, I want them to tell me the story yeah. because, uh, you know, I'm just sh- sit back
1: I, and enjoy the ride.
0: Exactly. Like when you start fantasy booking your own stuff, I don't know if I, we've talked about this off of Mike. I don't know if we talked about it on, but it's like, you know, I think where people run into these, these issues with wrestling and like the current wrestling product is like, yeah I could sit and book out what I would like to see happen, but then you're having to you know i'm having to account for okay well, great once this storyline's done, what do you do with this person that you've just tossed off a cliff you know well why don't you let the uh why don't you let the company that that makes the product tell you the story why don't you let the the actors and directors and writers tell you the story
1: like uh you know Tell me, being the elite is not the best storyline of all time. He's okay, he's okay. Bloodline better. <laughs> See that
0: I did, I did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, for anybody listening who didn't know, that there's a uh, what was, was it on BTE or is just a random? I, I don't I know, don't
0: know if it was on BTE or if it was a because I've, I've been behind on, on being the elite, but there, it was you know, it's to catch the backstage. It's like, oh, no, t- tell me that this is the best, right?
1: Well, Matt yeah, Matt's going okay. over the entire Elite storyline with him. Yeah. Uh, about, you know, literally from the day they stepped foot in AEW uh, until present day. And he's he's doing it kind of fast paced, though, mean, he's like, and then Hangman did this, and then this, and then Kenny disappeared for like a year, but then he came back, and we didn't win the trio titles, and this. And he's kind of doing that. And you could tell, like, you know, um, how do you say his last name? Is it Takashida? Takeshita. Takeshita, okay. Um, so, he just was really bored, and Matt's like, you know what, just, never mind, I'm gonna quit it. And then, n- Nick walks up, and he's like, tell me though it's not the greatest storyline of all time in professional wrestling, and he goes, it is okay, it is okay. Bloodline <laughs> is like, better. Bloodline is better. And then, he, Nick has this, this look on his face like, he did not just say that to me, you know, like, just, just look of shocked. <laughs> I mean, it just, it's pretty funny, and I, I don't disagree with him, Bloodline is Maybe one of the best. It's easily the best storyline to come out in a long, long time.
0: I, I think um, Bloodline. They're they're approaching like end game levels of like depth of story yes. and and just. I'm more at heartbreak they, and deception. It's it's incredible.
1: I'm more amazed that they were able to slow play it. Yes, that for as long as they, they have, they saw the end game of it, and were able to take their time and pace it out and that's what's made it great is that it has had such a longevity you know that's why sammy uh having that mania moment that's why it meant so much is because you know he did spend like a freaking year with the bloodline you know getting close to him and then you could tell like over time like they kind of got annoyed with him and kicked him out you know it wasn't a uh, you know a and and, thing, means it and they build. teased
0: it a lot. Like it was never just yeah. like, "Hey, you messed up in this one match, you're done." He messed up a couple times. There was a couple points where it's like, "Here it is. This is the point where it all implodes," and they would bring it back together tighter. You know, like the the whole segment they did with the uh, Paul Heyman had him on trial. Like, oh, well, yeah. this is it. This is where Sammy goes, and that just made the whole storyline even even better. I think we're we're honestly in our like the you know I think we just finished like the Infinity War section of it with with Roman beating Cody. I want to see where the end game for this damn thing ends. You know.
1: Yeah. Who knows where? Well, now uh, Cody's on the opposite show, so now he can be a world champion and not have to worry about Roman. So
0: he can get the consolation Roman prize can, title.
1: Roman, yeah, Roman, can just keep going. Um, who knows how that'll end up? But you know.
0: I've got Anyone's theories, but they're just theories, you know? Who gives a yeah. shit what I have to think, you know? I'm not writing the show.
1: <clears throat> no, you know, so...
0: Alright, so picture this. Cody Rhodes kidnaps Solus. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cody Rhodes shows up on Impact and takes <laughs> Naomi <laughs> with him. <laughs> well, that could happen, I guess. I mean, that's a... Uh...
0: Cody Rhodes is about to pen Roman... And the elite jump the guardrail, (laughs) and CM Punk's there. Just just stop, just stop.
1: Then the Mandalorian flies down.
0: (laughs) Chewbacca's there. Doesn't make any sense.
1: Uh, Do you ever see? uh, (laughs) That reminds me of like this. uh, I think there's like a very like short version they put on the show, and then there's like a. uh, the full version they released online afterwards it's uh from parks and rec and Patton oswalt is there and he does um uh, what's he trying to do it's uh, uh what's the damn word for it filibuster
0: filibuster
1: he's filibustering some kind of local thing uh for the parks and rec department they're having an open debate and he's just going to filibuster so they can't take a vote on it and so he gets up and he just starts talking and he's like, here's my theory about how they could tie all the Disney properties together. And, and he's like, you open up, and all of a sudden, it's like a desert sand. And then a fist pops up, and it's the decaying hand of Boba Fett. And then we flash forward to Thanos, and then he does this. And, and then Mickey Mouse, I mean, like, he just goes on. And he's like, I think he was ad lib. I think there was a small part of it, like, they, they actually had. And then he just starts ad-libbing. I mean, he goes on for, like, 15 minutes. If Non-stop. you listen to
0: uh, any of his stand-up, he is the type of nerd oh, where it's like, hey, we need you to hit like A, B, and C, have fun, and he's just like, alright, this is my time to shine, you know, cracks, knuckles, here we go.
1: <sighs> so I think in the actual episode, it's kind of like dumbed down to where like, you know, like you knew he was doing the filibuster, but they didn't have to show all 15 minutes, and like, there's right. a clip of it online where he does it, and it's just like... I mean, if you're not in any of that kind of culture and stuff, you'd be like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" You know,
0: he's... open on a Sarlacc pit. <laughs> yeah. Just like, man, I, I've seen it. I, I need to go back and rewatch it. It's just stellar. But I mean, he does tie all of this stuff together like ridiculously yeah, he tied it
1: well. All it's 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 not the first time he thought about this. Let's put it that way.
0: Right. It's definitely not the first time he thought about it.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. So, what's been big in the group this week? Um, I wish something Uh-oh. would happen that could you know, guys could talk about.
0: Well, I mean uh, the we uh, are. well, let's, the, let's get a the the little arenas.
1: Little real quick. Let's get into that. About to
0: about to say let's the arena's at, oh, getting close. Okay. It's getting really close.
1: Uh, Three thousand two hundred and forty-five backers as of today, as of right oh. now when we record. It has actually went up since we sat down. Yeah, talking, like another ten or so. Um,
0: I was gonna say it sounds like it's gone up like fifteen or twenty since the last time I looked at it. Because I looked at it earlier, I was like, "Oh, yeah. let's see where it's at."
1: I cross fingers because I mean, who knows? Uh, this thing has been, has been kind of bumpy, uh, but I think it will cross the finish line now at five thousand. I, I don't know if it'll get much past five. Um, uh, I think
0: it's like five thousand and like eighty something, but but I think it makes the if, line.
1: DDP is a possibility if it you know because once it gets um, to you know gets back I mean if it does it early enough in the day um, what time is it does it end on I don't see the clock is there a clock on here I thought there was mm, okay I don't see the clock um, I don't know what time it ends on Friday. Uh, ends on May fifth, eleven fifty nine Pacific time. That's that's important. Yes, so it is. So we basically have two full days
0: left. So two f- two full days, and they've got to get, you know, just inside of two thousand people.
1: Yeah, a little under eighteen hundred, like uh, seventeen
0: fifty five. I it's think so. Yeah, I think so. I, I, especially with how the other, you know, like the the new gen arena, like the bulk of these these people that you know yeah. jumped in the last second. Because I, I think there is, I mean, it's crowdfunding. I don't, I think a lot of people aren't going to want to like six months out be like, yeah, here, lock up my money. Um, so I I think as you start getting closer to. And I think it's the same with, like, GoFundMes and stuff like that, too. As it starts getting closer, people get a little more like, okay, yeah, no, it might make it here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, um, is a possibility. I can see it making him. I don't think we make Warrior, and I don't think we make Hogan. Um, maybe. I mean, I mean, who knows, but uh, I think DDP's a possibility there, though. I think the way it's jumping, if it goes enough tomorrow, that last day could be kind of crazy, um, and could get there, you know, so we'll see. But uh, but right now, you know, the sick Ray Jr. figure, and Big Papa Pump. Holla, if you hear me.
0: You know, I'm, I'm glad that they they did concede at least a little bit with, with moving the Steiner into that original, because I, I do think that even if, if it hits just bare minimum, having just one figure with that giant stage is just not enough. Two makes a little more sense.
1: Yeah, and they they kind of had allocated uh, in the cost for it. Two had been allocated there with the Hogan, you know, if he had been the early bird and had made it. Uh, so at 5K, you would have gotten, you know, Hogan and Ray. So they were already kind of figured in for the math, uh, two of those in there. So, you know, wouldn't have been that, uh, that different. I mean, you know, and I know a lot of people – Second guess this, and you know they're like, "I want Mortis and Glacier in here, and Laparca."
0: Well, why can't we? Why can't we get you know? Give, me,
1: can't give we... me Sting and give me the Giant. You know what? What do you mean you can't make them right now? <laughs> you know. Like, well, you can't
0: give me Jericho, but you can give me Ralphus. We can get Ralphus, can't we? Like, what about Gilberg? Yeah, Let's just stop. Just fucking stop.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I, I figure, I feel that um, you know when you. Or promoting something like this, you want to kind of go have it, um, and we've talked about this in mean, a it's been talked about to death, I think. But um, you know, Hogan was there at first because guess what? He's the biggest freaking name you can put out there. So, we are you know the extreme minority of collectors uh, when you're trying to market to outside of us. Yes, we might have uh, how many ultimate Hogan's do we have now, five, I think. <laughs>
0: Let's see. There's NWO.
1: Yeah, NWO.
0: The fan takeover. There's, there's the Mr. The T. Line. Yeah, I think 13, four or five.
1: Uh, Coliseum collection and then Coliseum the collection. Bard, so there's five. Yeah. So this would be the sixth one. So for us, it's like eh, I've kind of got them all. Uh, and that's true. But when you get outside of us, the extreme minority, uh, he moves the needle. Whether you you know like him or don't like him, Hogan moves the needle. He's you know. Hulk freaking Hogan and the ultimate warrior same way you know he has a huge name so you anchor the things in between those two It makes you know I see from that perspective how they were working and stuff
0: so, I mean uh, e- even people that don't know wrestling like don't know, know shit about wrestling then uh, let me tell you something brother like I, you know that's whole. some people's whole knowledge of wrestling is Hulk Hogan it makes sense Unlike Chewbacca, Chewbacca does not make sense, so you must acquit.
1: I am very tempted to buy a BF ticket, give the ticket to somebody, and have them send me merch.
0: Uh oh! Very
1: ticket. I know very, that, very that anyway. is
0: the the exclusive uh cult bendy. What's what's the other merch? Uh,
1: there's like a pin, I think, a card, uh, maybe a few other things. Probably an eight by ten or something like that too.
0: I would imagine there's really, probably eight by ten.
1: a bendy and the card. <laughs> this is really all I care about. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if I paid for the ticket, I'm just, like, really, really debating it. I don't know. I've been debating it for a couple days now, and hoping that they sell out. And, uh, that temptation's not there. So.
0: It's sometimes it's all you can hope for, right?
1: Yeah. Because if the temptation's there long enough, that eventually they'll be like, "All right, take my money." <laughs> Who knows? I don't know how it'll play out. We'll see. I just saw somebody. Uh, Max Heron is from Australia and he had bought a ticket. He mm-hmm. bought two tickets for it and then something happened and he won't be here in time for it. His uh, visa did not get approved or something like that for him to come over. So, unfortunately, um, he's a good dude. I've worked with him on, um, He designed my FDW, or uh, MEWF. Uh, character that I've used for for promos and stuff. He designed that. So
0: solid artwork. Yeah, solid artwork. I, at some point, I want a uh, want to get him to do some artwork for me because I like I like the stuff he's doing. I like that cartoon style he's got. It's pretty damn yeah, cool. pretty
1: good. I like how most of the you know we're getting uh, more superstars in MDF for that same style and stuff. So yeah. Boom, 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 boom. While we're talking
0: about the group, let's, you know, we're talking about the other great debate. So I crack open this can here.
1: Crack open one. It's a timely crack open. Crack open Uh, a cold one. We can. So on this week's going postal with uh, Swoggle, he, at the end of it, he's got his hot take. And this week's is that he hates koozies, hates them thinks they are worthless uh, pieces of trash. I think the underlying theme is that if you're drinking a beer, uh, why are you wanting to keep it cold for so long that you need an accessory for it? You know, in order to do so, just drink the damn beer. Uh, which I get. Uh, you and I, you have a very different perspective on it because you are. I do. Uh, I
0: I will. S- I will start, uh, part one of my 47 part argument by saying, uh, not all beers are created equal. Right. Uh, if, if I'm just sitting and drinking a light beer, you know, like even, even a good craft light lager, if I'm sitting outside drinking a beer while I'm, I'm grilling, I don't really care if it stays ice cold the entirety of the time I'm drinking the beer. It's fine. But like, when we record, I'll, I'll have, we record, you know, we'll, we'll sit and talk 30 minutes. 30 you know, an hour sometimes before, and then we'll do an hour long podcast. So, I'll have a beer or two sitting here, and I'll have them in koozies so I don't have to get up and walk off and go grab another beer. It's, it's just right here. If I want to drink, you know, if I want to drink two beers while we're sitting here, I'll leave one in a koozie. The one I just poured, still just as cold as when I pulled out of the refrigerator. Great. What I do find a little odd is that we, we've had, we had a, this has been multiple times since I've been bartending, I've watched people come in with koozies that I will hand them their pint glass. They will put the koozie on the pint glass and they'll walk around with the koozie on, on the pint glass. And I, to me, that's just so odd. It's like, look, if you, if you're coming here to, you, it's not like you're, you're grilling, you're not working, you're not do. you are here for the purpose of drinking a beer. You came to me to my place of business to drink a beer. Why would you not drink it in a timely manner?
1: It's a good take. Um, for me, I am very, very straight edge. Um, which, means
0: which means you're means better
1: than me. I am better than me. Um, which means that, you know... Uh, okay, so this weekend, Kentucky Derby... Uh, outside of Kentucky, like, to you, probably, I mean, you know what happens. Yeah, we're but, aware of it. Uh, here it is, like, a stop what you're doing. <laughs> you know, we we shut down. I mean, like, it is a huge thing here in Kentucky. Uh, and, I mean, everybody's got that, you know, like, if uh, for you guys, for, like, Mardi Gras and shit, you know. And yep. I'm sure it's a huge deal, whereas we're like, oh, that was this weekend? Huh. Didn't know.
0: Everywhere else, it's <laughs> just Tuesday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, so for us, it is the Derby. It is a huge thing uh, here in Kentucky. And, <clears throat> um, until they pass sports betting and until it takes effect, it's the only time of the year you can legally bet, uh, from the little apps on your phone and stuff. So, you know, I'm going to put some money on the ponies this weekend.
0: Ooh. So, you
1: know, not much. I mean, I, I don't want to gamble a lot, but I will. Jerry I will. gambles. So, um... You know, but as with that, you know, we will go to a derby party. Uh, one of my wife's friends has one, so we'll go over there and watch the derby with them and, you know, maybe gamble a little bit and stuff while we're there. And then uh, I will have a beer. That's And that's par for the course whenever I'm hanging out with them and stuff because, you know, I will have a beer in a social setting like that. And that's all I do. I don't, you know, Now, <laughs> other people we hanging out with there in those settings. Uh, they may have multiples of that, <laughs> but I, I pretty much stick to one. Uh, if we're there for, you know, sometimes if you're there over the summer, you'll go over there and, you know, hang out like most of the day with, you know, these people and stuff and kids going to the swimming pool and things. And, um, you know, if you're there five, six hours, something like that, then maybe I'll have a second one by the end of it. You know? But yeah, uh, but and never more than two. Like I can honestly say I think the most I ever had in my life was three ever. And that was like one time. Uh, don't drink liquor Uh, you know I have a beer every once in a while and usually if I buy a six pack of beer I will pour out five because it will go bad so that's uh, how that goes so you know so for me yes I will have a koozie because guess what I am going to sip it I am going to baby it Uh, I am not you know I am straight edge I am not a drinker I do have a good reason for that. I had grew up with an uncle who was a severe alcoholic. Mm -hmm. You know, so I saw the uh, toll that that took on my grandmother and everything, you know, throughout the years. And I made a decision as I was growing up and just said, you know what? Uh, You know, I know that that's possibly in my genes. Um, You know, and I do have uh, obsessive tendencies. I mean, as we all do with collecting, you know. (laughs) Right, right. uh, I don't want to. Take the risk of those, you know. I just never. I said, you know what? I see that there's a possibility for this kind of stuff too. Um, so I'm just gonna avoid it. And I just never did. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, and I think that's I mean, I, that's the other side of the like. Well, just drink it quick like a man. Coin is like, hey man, if some, if some people if they do drink it quick, they're gonna drink more, and then they're gonna drink more, at you know, like it.
1: Then I go out and I'm like, you want to fight? Fuck you!
0: You want to fight, bitch? And then you're, you know, then you're getting jumped in a parking lot. And,
1: and also, you know, I don't need. <laughs> That's the other thing too is you know like some people need to drink uh, in order to loosen up and have a good time. Uh, I will go out and I will do karaoke and sing Lizzo straight sober, bitch. So <laughs> God, I, I
0: envy you so much. <laughs>
1: I don't need. I don't need. To like you know have that like uh, you know loosen up or anything like that. I mean I just go out and have fun and who cares? So. I uh,
0: so I you know I grew up playing music, so I I can stand in front of people like as long as I have like a bass on or I'm behind a drum kit or what. I can act a I can act a fool on stage does not bother me a lick. You take that piece of wood off of my shoulder, I don't know how to. I don't know how to talk in front of people sober. It's weird. I get like you put up you put up you know, give me a bass and I'll I'm, you know, dancing around like Scott Pilgrim and Jack Black had a child. Uh, but take it off. I can't I, I don't I can't function with a microphone. Beer or two in me? I'm everybody's best friend. I don't get it. It just is what it is.
1: So yeah, I mean uh I understand his point of view. Uh, I'm just the opposite, you know. Where, yep, I'm going to baby it. I'm not going to, not going to rush it. Um, like I said, this weekend I will probably have a beer and be done with it. So,
0: uh, and look, you know, again, coming at it from from the beer nerd perspective, it depends on what you're drinking. But like right now, I'm drinking a drinking a flavored stout when it well, comes out of the refrigerator, it, ice cold you're not getting some of the same flavors. So like I'm letting this thing sit here. I'll probably sit and sip on this thing for the next 20 30 minutes. But as it warms up, some of the flavor actually comes to the surface. When when people want to drink their beer ice cold, it's usually cuz they drink a beer they don't want to taste. You know, they're drinking a beer with no real flavor. They're just slugging them back. If I want to drink a like if I'm drinking a beer, I want to taste the beer. I want to appreciate the product. Yes, the side effect of of getting a buzz is great. Fun feeling sometimes, but I actually want to. I give a shit about the product. Some beers you want to drink cold. Some beers you want to let them warm up. If you want to use a koozie, use a koozie. If you don't want to use a koozie, don't use a koozie. Just don't bring one to a bar like a weirdo. That, that's my stance on the whole thing. Yeah, I
1: definitely wouldn't do that.
0: That's just I, every time I see people do it. Like I'll hand you know, hand somebody a beer, and then I watch them like pull a koozie out of their pocket and like put the glass. Put the, the glass in a koozie. What like, the hell are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. We have thick glasses for a reason.
1: Um, here's an update, too, from the Twitter account. Does Bret Hart like Bill Goldberg? Uh, today they've updated, no. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's literally a Twitter account, and every day they twit up, no. So... They actually went to signing and met Brett and asked him like, "Do you like Bill Goldberg?" And he just turns and goes, "No." And for a while, they were just posting that video every day. It's just funny.
0: There's been a few different websites that I've seen, and usually it's sports related. But it'll it's you know like have the you know have the Philadelphia Flyers won the cup or whatever, <laughs> and then you open it and it's just like no. And then every now and again, one of those backfires, and like the team wins a championship or something like that, and then they have to like they'll put yes, and it'll just be like confetti. So I'm really looking forward to the day where Bret Hart and Goldberg sit in the room sit in the room together, finally, like you know what, you're not so bad. <laughs> they have to change the tw- the whole Twitter page has to change. Queen
1: Brett decided he didn't want to do
0: that. So. Oh, it's never gonna happen. Bret Hart, uh, every grudge he has has a handle he holds on for dear life, but you know. He's just uh, it's just not good. He uh, ended my career, and uh, I think he sucks. And uh so you know, the pod's going mm-hmm. off the rails and doing my shitty Bret Hart impression. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think, was there anything else we were going to hit today?
0: <laughs> now, I, I I think this was one of those weeks where like you know last week we came in and we had like a a wild topic that we went you know, we 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 just had a blast with and then this one was one of those ones like I oh, was just caught in the ring you know what here you go high spot time you were we we had we had gone back and we had teased talking about like D Freedom's dissection of figures and we never actually got to it last week
1: okay well uh, yeah I'll up on that. Let's uh, hop on
0: this. <clears throat> okay. That, so, that, that, here's twenty minutes right here. Let's go. Yeah. All
1: right. So uh, I think I'm gonna say upfront. I think he's a good kid. Yeah. I think he works really, really hard. Um, you know, he does a lot of work that we never even see for the pod. Um, that benefits and makes everything run smoother. Uh, I think he's very knowledgeable about figures.
0: I, his knowledge of just wrestling in general is insane. Yeah, His ability to call to like, oh yeah, this is from this, you know, this gear, this match, this night encyclopedia like knowledge of wrestling. It's insane.
1: Yeah. So um my issue is that a lot of times when he's critiquing stuff, you know, like um superstars figure right here. You know? This is a twenty dollar figure at Walmart. Um, He's going to look at it and be like, well, you know, he really had this kind of boot on. Uh, You know, the singlet does this. You know, it doesn't have this on it. It doesn't have this. These are... (laughs) He knows the... At first, I was like, maybe he doesn't understand how budgets work and stuff. No, I think he knows them, and I think he might have a better understanding of them than I do, which makes me then, like, the accountant side. And this is the reason why it, it irks me so much is because of an accountant... I have to deal with budgets and stuff on a daily basis. Uh, You know, I do all the purchasing for my company for everything that we have to buy. And it has to be, you know, allocated within the budget. If it's not allocated within the budget, I have to answer why. And, you know, why is this going outside the budget, you know, and cutting into revenue and stuff. I mean, there's, you know, a lot of questions that you have to answer about that kind of stuff. Uh, So I deal with this on a, a daily basis. So, you know, when they look at um, this earthquake, say... I mean, I have no clue of Mattel's numbers. I'm just throwing out random numbers. But Mattel needs to produce it for a cost of $5. So that way then they can sell it to Walmart for, uh, you know, $10. And then Walmart charges 20 on it. You know, makes sense, right? The math adds that. One. Right. Um, if they added in something new, say they changed the boots on. Say they added more Deco hits to him. Well, then... Instead of producing it for five dollars per figure, say it raises it to five fifty. Well, then your cost of everything else starts skyrocketing because then the whole you know your profit margins come down on it and stuff. I mean, it's not a whole. It's not just like Bill being lazy or Bill being inept at his job. It's that Bill has to produce it for X cost, and that is right. that is not flux, You know, on major bendies like if. You know, there's a uh, something that they really, really want to get on, and the factory's like, well, it's going to cost a little bit extra. You know, Matt and Brian could make the call, and Canon could make the call and say, okay, you know, we'll take the little bit of a hit on profit for this one because we know it's going to make such a cool figure. Bill can't do that. <laughs> no. If Bill's in a corporate structure, Bill's bosses are going to say, you have to produce it for X amount. Bottom line, bar none, has to be done for this amount. And that means that then compromises have to be made sometimes. So, you know, yes, sometimes deco hits are going to happen because, guess what? He can't include them in there for this cost. This is not a little statue. Sometimes they are really, really close to being a statue, you know, and stuff. And I'm, not, I'm not debating if they're not works of art sometimes because I think they are.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: But, you know, for the same point, though, he is producing, at the end of the day, this is a child's toy that's what this is and they are mass produced children's toys so you have to fix them in to X amount of budget has to be that's not negotiable. and so I get it that he comes in and he's like this is inaccurate this is inaccurate accuracy is not the fucking goal that's not the goal the goal is to produce this product for this amount compromises are going to have to be made in order to get it that way, it's not going to be 100% accurate. It just is what it is. That's the reality that we live in. And that's the reason that it irks me sometimes is because, you know, because <laughs> you hear him be like, well, it doesn't have this. It's never going to have that. At this right. price point, it's just not going to. So either at that point, and then like the thing that irks me is that it's just a very negative output and very negative way to look at stuff that he clearly loves like clearly there's a passion and a love of this right but just the fact that then you go through and you nitpick and you're like well it's nothing it's like does it you know and that's something that has irked me that fans do from a long time Uh, i started listening to the podcast probably 13 14 years ago and i started looking for stuff that i was interested in and i found one um, i was huge into green lantern comics at the time and there was one on green lantern comics I was like, perfect. So I started listening to it. They would literally go through the issues and shit on every single panel, every single page. To the point where I'm like, why do you even like pick up this comic book? You clearly, like, obviously you love it enough to talk about it on a podcast. But <laughs> when you talk about it, you shit on it so much that it makes me think you hate it. And I was like, at that point, like, why are you, why, if you don't enjoy it, why are you wasting so much time, like, you know, why not pick up something that you do enjoy that you're not going to shit on so much? Like,
0: that's that's you know, one of the, the things that drives me nuts about like a lot of wrestling fans. You know, there's the old saying nobody hates wrestling more than wrestling fans. Yeah. Hey, like, look, man, I I think the bloodline storyline's one of the greatest things that's ever happened to wrestling. We t- we touched on it earlier. Some of the other shit they've got going on, WWE does zero for me. It drives me up the wall. i d I'm not a fan of it. I think they've got some of the best talent in the world. I just don't watch Raw every week. I happen to like AEW. It's a style that drives some people up the wall. It does nothing for them. It it connects to me. It's the style that I like. So my I, why sit and and like, hey, if you find joy in WWE and I'm finding joy in AEW, we're both fans of wrestling. Who gives a shit? Stop it doesn't have to be, you know we don't have to be so damn negative. If I like the Jazzwears figures more than you like the Mattel figures. Doesn't have to be a doesn't have to be a lot well, better than you think. Like, cool man, you've got figures that make you happy. I've got figures that make me happy. Find the positive. Especially in a in a hobby like this, right? Instead of spending all the time finding like the inaccuracies in some of these figures, like take a second, like, wow, you know, I'm looking at these all these Seth Rollins figures. Each one of these gears, like, it, it triggers a memory for me of, like, I, you know, I was a massive Seth Rollins fan. Uh, looking at the the white, you know, the all-white gear, that was, uh, when he came out in that gear, I remember just be like, oh, my God, I hope they make a figure of this gear. I haven't gone back and compared the, the shape of the knee pad or, like, the exact placement of, the, like, the, the, you know... Lines on his kick pads on his boots and stuff. I just, I look at that figure and I'm like, man, what a hell of a night that was. I I think to like sitting on the couch with, you know, my sister, we were watching wrestling together. Find the joy.
1: MJF Hush, you are not better than (laughs) him.
0: This is what we're going to do each week now. We're going to, we're going to interrupt each other wrestling themes. I'm down. You know I me, mean? it was MJF. Ah, that son of a bitch. So cut his music. Cut his music.
1: No, uh, you know. So that's just my thing. Is like it's just it's a very different uh, viewpoint than I have. And like I said, I know it doesn't. <laughs> a lot of people were entertained by him. Uh, the Stone Cold music is what popped me more than anything. <laughs> you know? The
0: Stone Cold music and and his delivery. His delivery yeah. is 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 funny. Objectively funny.
1: Objectively bad yeah like it's but you know, like I, I well like this figure's objectively uh,
0: bad it's objectively no it's not like you you are finding the things that you deem wrong with it
1: yeah these are you know like I said there are unrealistic expectations sometimes I think on it and you know the more that I listen to him talk and stuff then it's more you're like well he knows exactly what he's talking about and he might know more than I do about yeah. the toy business so that's kind of what irks me is like we you know i mean i like, clearly i know more you know i deal with budgets every day and things so i mean it's you know the accounting aspect i think i probably would know more than he does i mean i'm you know been an accountant for over a decade now and you know <laughs> so uh so maybe that's just why it just kind of you know it's why like you know when people are complaining about the stage being like well they're charging too much no they they're, they're charging about what they have to for this like this thing is right massive uh there is no existing tooling no existing models for this all of it's going to have to be you know like unique to this project and uh zombie wrote down the numbers today i mean if somebody wants to go look at it and stuff look at zombies post on there where he talks about it and he's like dude this is you know he kind of breaks down those numbers and stuff too with how much you know it cost him to just make one of his little you know His figures, yeah, and how how much it costs to just make those, you know, let alone, um, you know, this massive stage, you know, requires all unique tooling. If they can't use anything they've already gotten for and stuff, so, you know, uh, that's the reason everybody's like, well, you know, they should have done this. They should just give us all five figures at five k. No, that's a completely different price point and stuff, you know. And it's like everything throws all the accounting off when you try to do that kind of stuff. If you don't. Look at it from an accounting perspective. I mean, I, yeah, just give me the moon while you're at you know? it, like, <laughs> right? Just go and give me it all. Yeah, fuck. But,
0: but you also got to think too. Like with it being, I mean, it being Mattel, right? That they, they are making children's toys. Jazz wears a little. Is I, I say a little more lax. They're a lot more lax. We're about to get a CM Punk figure that looks like he's just survived a murder attempt. I mean, yeah. he's so, like head to toe soaked in blood. I think that's awesome. You know, uh, little little Johnny's mom walking through Walmart's not going to think that's awesome.
1: Well, and those are,
0: and I understand that.
1: So it's reason you know they're able to do the blood is because they're able to. Yeah, they're, do it
0: they're fast, exclusive to Ringside, but, but I mean, not you know, on
1: store shelves. I, those will never be on
0: Mattel's Still on not going to do that. Like I think that McFoley and the Cody are like the closest we'll get to like bloody Mattel figures. And yeah, and that you know,
1: is that happened on my birthday, 1999. Um, I do have a, it's not an 8 by 10, it's the next size up. So 11 by 17, I guess. Is that what uh, eight, there's
0: it is? Well, it's 8.5 by 11. That's like a little bigger. No, this is no, a, uh, like, like the 11 by 17. Um,
1: It is where Taker has thrown him. It's the second. So Mick got thrown yep. off, climbed back up, and then goes through the top through. himself. Um, and so there's a shot where Taker is. Like, standing up, looking down, and you see Mick's, like, you know, body on the on the canvas below it.
0: Sprawled and, out. Um,
1: just And it's signed by Mick. And so I've got that shot. And at some point, I'll meet Taker and get him to sign it, too. Uh, I'm, it might be one of those, like, long-term projects, because guess what? 2027, mark your calendars. Uh, the rumor is that they are building a new stadium for the Titans. They're building a dome.
0: And WrestleManias
1: coming to Nashville, baby. They they SummerSlam last year went so well; they were really happy with it. And after the city committed to building a dome, which they are doing, um, and they said, "All right, so 2027." It's anticipated that it'll be in Nashville.
0: Oh, man, uh, I be will so be down much fun. there for
1: both days. Uh, you know, so that's my plan. <laughs> Granted, we're four years out from it. You know, but, right, uh, right. Uh, I never. It'll be the first WrestleMania I get to with him. So very excited about that so uh maybe you know if taker's still doing those kind of things and he usually does those kind of things about me you know the big pay-per-views and stuff uh or maybe you know there'll be some kind of convention around that fitterman does and i'm able to make it uh it's not outside the realm of possibility so we'll see but you know but I, that's a long-term project i want to get taker to sign that too because that is a uh you know very Cool thing, and I know there are those out there that you can buy them, but they are very expensive. If you try to oh, buy them, yeah. so I mean, granted, take your signatures like two hundred dollars or something.
0: But uh, not I mean, that just that moment, man. Like to have that'd be so cool to have that piece signed because of how big that moment was in wrestling. Yeah, which is I think why we're getting. You know, Mattel's going to give us that figure, and it's going to have you know they they'll 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 Give us a a tooth hanging out of Foley's nose, but we're not going to get the blood.
1: No, they couldn't. The blood would have been too
0: much. It would have been too much. Um, so tooth through the nose good. is wild. And
1: thumbtacks in the back and everything. Thumbtacks
0: in the back. Uh, you know, Cody with this whole like black peck from where he like his muscle got ripped off the bone. Yeah.
1: Which those? Uh, speaking of Cody, the ultimate Cody's. I'm seeing the influencers are starting to get theirs.
0: Which means us Roberts regular got, suckers will be getting them soon, right?
1: Probably. I think it, that means that we'll probably be uh, looking to get them here in the next month or so. My guess. I don't know. But usually, you know, like uh, the early batch comes in and they start sending those out to influencers. You know, like uh, Matt got his. I saw Cannon got one. Sam Roberts got Sam one. Sam
0: Roberts, yeah.
1: Uh, I would assume Brian's got one and Mark's probably got one too. Um, you know, so we got to think that's probably – Along those lines and stuff. So I, I would imagine that they're probably going to start shipping soon. Uh, I did get one. I don't know if you did or not.
0: But, but I, yeah, did. Yeah. I did. Uh, yeah. so that'll be a I did. I want to compare okay, it with the uh, Jazzware yeah. Supreme. Because so, okay, I, I... King
1: versus Ultimate will be an episode we have to do where we kind of nitpick. Uh, oh, we have that one. That one we can nitpick. That's a little bit, you know. That'll be a fun comparison. I'll to say. Between them,
0: but. I I don't have an issue with nitpicking. I have a problem with like joylessly destroying something. Yeah. Like if we're sitting here and go like, man, both of these are incredible, but I'm giving slight edge to this based on this. I can live with that kind yeah. of stuff, man. Like, <clears> you know, you look at I. I shit, like we I we down, used to do uh, we used to do unboxings, and I'd, I'd point out little nitpicks. Like you know, the the Seth one of my favorite Seth Rollins figures is the. Rey Mysterio uh, inspired, like Halloween havoc gear. Oh, well, yeah. on the on the leg, it's you know it's supposed to say Monday Night Messiah. Well, because uh, Mattel's a children's company, I, I'm assuming they didn't want any part of any sort of religious anything with that, so they just it just says Monday Night, and then there's just like the blank space. So I went to you know went to Curbside City, bought the little Messiah you know decal, we'll just slap that on there at some point when I got time. Problem solved. That was my one nitpick of the figure. <laughs> didn't ruin the whole figure for me. Having having nitpicks and critiques is one thing. It's when it's just like, "Well, this whole thing sucks because of these these minor nitpicks." That's kind of where I start to draw my line. Yeah, I'm, we're grown men that are playing with toys. Let's not be assholes about it.
1: <laughs> I do. And now I have the official Jerry Damage action figure. Coming I can, soon. Uh, let's end it on that. Let's end the episode on this. Uh, so I have wanted, I think it's always been a goal to have a realistic action figure of myself. Um, and over the years, I've certainly tried to get those made to varying degrees of success. <laughs> you know, um, the first one that I ever made was I found a company that does like 3d scans online like you take pictures of your you know yourself uh, and this has been seven or eight years ago uh, the technology now it's a lot better um, but at the time it did not turn out well at all it was maybe slightly better than the uh, Hasbro selfie series right <laughs> which, which those are pretty bad um, so that one did not turn out well and then I was like man you know what I need to do is like I need to get somebody to like you know sculpt me like do a, you know <clears throat> found a guy who does great customs. Uh sent him pictures and stuff and uh he used an Arn Anderson head as a base and it basically just <laughs> it looks like Arn Anderson, which I kinda look like Arn Anderson a little bit. Um uh, so I wasn't necessarily, you know, mad about that. Uh especially when I put glasses on it, I think it did look like me. Yeah. But it still wasn't completely happy though. I was like, I think it'll be better. And so finally then I found three D printing, three D sculpting. And Commission one had the guy you know sculpt me and things the sculpt turned out amazing looks just like me printed it had it painted uh, perfect and then the last thing that i needed though after getting the head uh, perfected i was like i need the body so i wanted one on just jeans but i wanted the ultimate style uh, torso so i ended up with an extra rick flair ultimate sent it to a guy. He popped it off. He put it on the legs for the uh, best of ruthless aggression. No, is it best attitude era? I think it's best of attitude era. Yeah, best of attitude era. Um, those jeans just, I think, look the best. They're kind of acid washed and stuff, you know. So it's the ultimate torso on that, um, and then he took and put some Cena shoes on here because those actually look like tennis shoes. Uh, and then I used a threadheads Jerry damage um major club shirt and that's me man it it, it looks great looks just like me i need to get glasses from irs um i had some and lost them so now i need to go and buy another irs which is not cheap now (laughs) so uh that was one of those things i kept kicking down the road and i'll get it eventually well now it's kind of shot up in priority because i wanted that to finish this officially but it looks amazing looks just like me um I have the body I want on it. I've got the head scan that looks amazing. I've got a shirt that's, you know, my own. I mean, like, it's... This is a lifelong dream come to uh, fruition. So, you know. uh, Short of having an official figure made, uh, which who knows, maybe, you know, MEWF figures will get made at some point.
0: Wouldn't that be nice?
1: That would be cool. Um, But until then, you know... I have my, what I consider to be my finger, so I'm beyond ecstatic about it. It's, you know, it's one of those lifelong dreams, man, it just, you know, finally took a lot of uh, collaborations between a lot of people.
0: The boyhood dream realized.
1: Yeah. But I'm happy to have it, so. You know, and I did have uh, different scales of the head made, so I do have some for smaller scale, like uh, Marvel Legends and Star Wars Black Series, I Do have one of those made for that size. So, I'm sitting on a Star Lord body, right? Right now. In anticipation for Guardians coming out this week.
0: So excited!
1: I am so excited about it. So, but yeah, um, it's a good place to end it.
0: I think so. We end, on, end end on a positive.
1: Getting that, I got that in this week, and I was. Put the head on it and the shirt on it, and I was just like, "Dude, this is, this is it. This is the boyhood dream come to yeah.
0: life." It, it looks great, man. Like it really does look like you in action figure form, which is wild.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, we'll take some uh, selfies tomorrow when I get a certain uh, another figure in. I got, got a plan for something I think is going to pop the group. So you know. got I got it. I'm a top contributor, I gotta maintain that so this one will be my next (laughs) my next thing to pop the group with I think is gonna be this one that comes in tomorrow
0: You're gonna have to teach me your ways man I was top contributor for like all of a week and then the the bar just keeps raising and raising and I'm like stop I just reached my 700
1: Top contributors out
0: Just gonna keep being a lurker I guess I'm going to farm my karma one comment at a time.
1: Eventually you'll get there. But, yeah. Well, what's funny is like a SDL, she's been in the group for like two weeks and she's a top contributor.
0: I wonder why.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, she's been here for two weeks and she's like already she's beat some of you guys who've been here since the beginning.
0: So. What like crazy numbers too. Yeah. Like, it, you know. But I mean, shit. The, she posts and, and she gets responses. She gets reactions. She gets comments. So, you know, can't be mad at it. Is what it is.
1: You gotta start showing your boobs.
0: I don't think people want to see that. You know what? I, you know what? Three thousand likes, and I'll keep my shirt on. Oh, there you go. Oh, so here we go.
1: <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's go ahead and end this one for this week. Can we. Barely had any topics, and we've cut into an hour, so we're, we're doing pretty good.
0: We're getting so, pretty good at this.
1: We are. So, until next time, he's Housing. I'm Jerry Damage, saying take care of yourselves and each other.